0: It is that time once again on your Friday for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. Welcome. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. I am so excited for this episode
1: uh, because the germ of this episode was actually born in a conversation that I have with today's guest back in March of this year and finally at the end of July, we are ready to begin. All right. So this is, this has been, there's been a lot of anticipation. She's probably embarrassed right now that I'm hyping this so much, <laughs> but I would like to welcome to the show my friend Naomi Van Harn. She's been a very big supporter of my ministry, and as she and I were talking uh, at one point this past spring, we discussed the possibility of doing a Speaking for Him book club. Uh, One of the things that you and I have discussed in the past, Adam, is that as Christians, we need to be proactive about the entertainment that we choose and not just allow the world to dictate our entertainment. So hopefully, through this book club, uh, we will be able to give you some solid choices that will not only be entertaining, but will also edify you and give you some serious thinking that you can be doing. But without further ado, I'd like to formally introduce Naomi. Naomi uh, is a mother of three and, and a wife, and she is no doubt very busy, but I'm glad she took some time to be with us today. Welcome to the show, Welcome.
2: Naomi. Thank you. Uh,
1: well, today, before we get started, I just wanted to ask Naomi a couple of questions. Naomi, could you tell us a little bit about your family?
2: Um, Yes, as you said, my uh, husband, Adia, and I have three children. We have a girl, Grace, she's eight, and two boys, Reagan is seven, and Stephen is five. And we all love to read, so we have a lot of fun doing that together.
1: And what is your favorite type of book to read?
2: Autobiographies. Never dull.
1: Well, we do have a very special autobiography on our list, which we will get into in a little bit. So... I think we're going to start with the reveal. I almost feel like we should have drum roll, but we don't. So we'll just <laughs> get my we'll ground. just get right into it. But my my goal with this book club is to was to pick four titles uh from different genres and we'll spend 3 months approximately reading each title and then we'll come back and have a discussion round table about the title. So those of us those of you who are listening can feel free to pick up any one of these titles uh, and read them along with us and be prepared to contribute to the discussion, either here in studio if that's something you want to do, or on the Facebook page, or maybe through another method which I will announce later. But we're going to start our book club with classic fiction. And the title that I have chosen is Jane Eyre. The reason I chose this title is because I recently saw, recently as in within the last year, saw Homeschool Performing Arts do Jane Eyre the musical. That's right. And I really enjoyed the story, but I've never read the book. So I decided that we should start there. Now, Naomi has told me that she read this once. So, Naomi, what are your initial impressions of the book Jane Eyre?
2: Well, when I had read it, I was 15, so my impression then is totally different than now, I'm sure. Um, It was uh, very interesting, the lifestyle at that time, to me, being so young, um, the way they had to live, and then later the story between her and Mr. Rochester. That's very interesting. Of course, the woman that was... A little bit scary, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but I think it's a very good book to start with.
1: Well, um, this is the the um, synopsis that is found on christianbook.com for that title. It says, This classic story shows how a young woman can overcome adversity and find true happiness. It is a story of passionate love, travail, and final triumph. Orphaned at an early age, Jane Eyre leads a lonely life until she finds work as a governess at Thornfield Hall, where she meets the mysterious Mr. Rochester and sees a ghostly woman who roams the halls by night. The relationship between the heroine and Mr. Rochester is only one episode, albeit the most important in a detailed fictional autobiography in which the author transmuted her own experience into high art. In this work, the plucky heroine is outwardly of plain appearance, but possesses an indomitable spirit, a sharp wit, and great courage. She is forced to battle against um, the uh, cruelties of a guardian, a harsh employer, and the rigid social order that that circumstances put her life and position into. So I'm very excited to read this book because as I watched the play, the one thing that I kept going back to is that God can take anyone out of their circumstances and help them to overcome their circumstances. And although it's not directly Christian, I think a lot of those principles are found, will be found in the pages of this book. And since the book is usually better than the movie or a stage production— I guess I'm I'm looking for a great adventure, and I'm I'm looking for something that's going to uh, blow the lid off my expectations. Of course, I could be over hyping it and setting myself up for for uh, disappointment. But I think the Bronte sisters are pretty well known as as classical geniuses, so I'm pretty excited about reading <laughs> yes. this book. Um, and then moving through our list here. Um the next book we'll be reading is The Chance by Karen Kingsbury. And this one is I again I have not read this one, but I've read a lot of Karen Kingsbury's books and um she is very good at painting pictures with stories and sharing in-depth characters, so I'm looking forward to what that book has to sh- to show us. Um and this Um, a little synopsis that we have for that is uh, when Ellie and Nolan were kids they they put letters they had written to each other in a metal box, buried it beneath an oak tree and vowed to return 11 years later now Ellie is a poverty stricken single mom and Nolan is an NBA star will their reunion heal their hearts and restore their faith? So this one, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily going to be as in-depth or deep as Jane Eyre, but Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a fun read. And Naomi, have you ever read anything by Karen Kingsbury yet?
2: No, but while uh, looking up her book, I found she has quite a few, so I'm excited to start reading Yeah, she
1: does. Matter of fact, um, she wrote a series of books with uh, Gary Smalley, five books, and then those were so successful that she wrote like four or five more spin-off series using the same universe the same characters and she probably I think wrote a total of like 20 books about wow. these characters because they resonate resonated resonated so well with her audience so and uh she's a great author I've read almost everything that she's written uh, because like I said she gives an entertaining story but she also knows how to Teach big lessons. So, and then we're going to get a little more serious as we move through here. The next title that I've selected is Made for His Pleasure by Alistair Bay. Alistair's one of my favorite pastors, and uh, he, he says in this book that we are made um, for his pleasure. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 um, that. For it is God that worketh in us both to will and to do of His good pleasure. And so, this is what the synopsis for that one says. It says, Are you living for God's pleasure or for your own? Pleasing God is not a manner of personal choice, but an imperative that must be taken seriously. In a world of self, we must give way to the priority of God if we want to experience His joy. In this popular book, Alistair identifies ten benchmarks from Scripture that will prove invaluable as you seek to live a life that is pleasing to God. His clear personal message will challenge you and revitalize your faith. Um, Before we get to the final title, Adam, do you have any initial impressions about these books? Just looking at the synopsis and listening to me... uh, Drone on, as it were.
0: (laughs) No, I think this would be a a great way to kind of uh, connect together, you know, as listeners and us here on this podcast. And I I think this is a a great time to start, too. You know, it's summertime. A lot of times people have a a little more free time on their hands, so it'd be good to get into some reading, some books that feed also your mind and uh, your spiritual mind as well, kind of like that last one you were talking about. And I think it's a great way to just, you know, sometimes... Break away from the phone and the TV and and kind of let your imagination kind of jump around and, and have some fun with stuff so a great great thing to do here uh, during the summer and it's gonna be some good books and during the summer and beyond as well
1: and, and for those of you who don't do a lot of reading, a lot of these I'm pretty sure are available in audio format uh, so that is an option, although I would encourage you to to read off the page just because we we have become too technologically driven. And I think that a book is something that you can take with you wherever you go. And it can be um, your constant companion, not to mention that it's a commonly held belief that readers are leaders. So, and so I, I don't know any one of us who wouldn't want to be regarded as a leader, at least in some respect. So absolutely. I think reading is a good thing to encourage. Do you have any thoughts
2: Mm, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Took the words out of my mouth.
1: <laughs> well, I like to hear that. So, But anyway, we'll, we'll move on to our last title. And I know, Naomi, you said that you really like autobiographies. Yes. So I think you're going to like this one. Um, this one is Johnny and Ken, an untold love story. Uh, for those who do not know, Johnny Erickson Tata was 17 years old. And she was a perfectly healthy, normal high schooler. And she dove off of a pier into shallow water and broke her neck and was confined to a wheelchair because of being a quadriplegic ever since. And she actually was able to get married uh, in 1982, I believe. She was 35 at the time, Um, or she was in her early to mid-30s anyway. And she's been married for 30 years. But this is a, a story that talks about their relationship, she and her husband Ken. And talks about some of the struggles they've had. And and I resonate with this because this is something that I desire. I desire to have a wife and to, to raise a family. And I feel like there's a lot of roadblocks for me in regard to that. Um, but this is a really encouraging thing. And I feel like, for me, if Johnny can overcome what she has and accomplish this goal, then there's hope for me as well. And I'm really looking forward to reading this and then also hopefully continuing to recommend it as a resource. And uh, maybe it can be something that will help people to realize that people like myself are not as abnormal as some may be led to believe. So... And here is the synopsis that we have for that one. Anyone who has been married has said these words or made a similar vow to their spouse, meaning, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love you for, for richer, for poorer, or for better or for worse, in sickness and in health. And yet, the painful reality is that half of all marriages end in divorce. Knowing this makes the marriage between Johnny and Ken Tata all the more remarkable. In their 30 years of marriage, they faced quadriplegia, depression, chronic pain, and cancer together. In their weakness, God has shown his strength and given them the strength to love and serve each other. In Johnny and Ken, an untold love story, the Tadas share the journey of their marriage from their first dinner date in 1980 to the present day, as Johnny survived breast cancer. This story is not a love story you'll see in the movies or read in a novel, but it's the truest kind, filled with commitment, sacrifice, and faith that defies the odds. As you read, you'll discover God's immeasurable grace to face your daily trials and to love those in your life as he does. So that is a synopsis of what we will be covering in the book club. Uh do you have any thoughts um uh, as we are getting ready to embark on this adventure, Naomi?
2: Um you're saying you might have it on the Facebook page where people can share their thoughts?
1: Uh, absolutely. One of the things that we really want to do with this book club is to get the listeners interacting. You know, I've I've said before that I do this show for the listeners, and I want people to let me know what they want. As a matter of fact, even though we're just embarking on uh, our first year of this book club, I'm I'm already researching and thinking about titles we can read next year. So please give your feedback and ask questions and um, talk about the books with us. We, We may be able to have a time where people can leave voicemails, I'm I'm working on that. So uh, make sure that you, if you want to read along with us, pick up the books at your local library. Or if you are having trouble locating one of the books that we're going to do, contact me and I'll see what I can do about making sure that you have a copy so that you can help us. Uh, And the more people that are involved in this discussion, the more fun this book club is going to be. So definitely want some interaction. Absolutely. And Adam. Yes. Do you think you're going to jump on board with us? This, <laughs> this could be really fun. I,
0: it would be. I, I think I would like to. I think I just have to cut out my TV time and my hmm, what I'm going to do today time and just uh, use that for reading instead. So, <laughs> Well,
1: I mean, we we have three months for each book, so I think it's a pretty reasonable amount of
0: time. I that mean, should be enough.
1: I may be done in the first month or so. <laughs>
0: So I'll be able to talk about the first two chapters with you by the end of that.
1: I don't know, but we'll see. Um, But but for those of you out there, uh, we'll we'll get started with Jane Eyre and we'll be back in about three months to discuss Jane Eyre uh, in a roundtable format. And like I said, if you are interested in being on that podcast to talk about this title with us in studio or even over the phone, let me know. By emailing me at andrew at speakingforhim dot com that's andrew at speaking the number for dot com uh, before we go naomi do you have any final thoughts
2: i'm just really excited to start in fact i did cheat and i did start jane air already
1: well if it's reading i don't think we can consider that cheating <laughs> reading is a good thing so with that i guess we will um say goodbye for now have a great weekend and as i always say keep serving the best of masters and happy reading